My message today is titled, The Great Interruption. <laughs> the Great Interruption. I've had quite a few interruptions happen over, over, the last, over the last week. You know, I got super excited about the announcement, and I was buzzing on Saturday, I was buzzing on Sunday, and then the great interruption came. I mean, the, the interruption I'm gonna talk about is much greater than what I was going through. But yeah, I was thinking, oh my goodness, what's happening? Everyone, I, I, was, I was with a bunch of city pastors on Wednesday, and there was this debate going on, what are you doing, what are you doing, what are you doing, what are you doing? I was like, I'm just going to, I'm just, uh, you know, we'll just wait and see what happens. You just, we'll, we'll just wait and we'll trust God and let's see what happens, let's not panic. I mean, even before the service, you know, my brother messaged this morning and said my mom had a really bad fall and uh, she cut her lip really bad. You know, she got a very bad cut. And you know, through life, we have good interruptions and we have bad interruptions. You know, every now and then we get interrupted by something or the other. You know, the good kind of interruptions are when you get the phone call telling you that you won 50,000 drums. Those are the good kind of interruptions. And then you have the kind of interruptions when you answer the phone and uh, the person on the other line, the, the person on the other end is struggling to break the news. Life is full of interruptions. It's full of interruptions, you know? And we have, we have, we have high expectations of Christmas. All of us have high expectations of Christmas. Now, this is not a Christmas message, okay? For us as Christians, we don't just celebrate one day of the year. For all you know, listen, let me tell you, Jesus, for all you know, Jesus was not born on December 25th, okay? But we don't celebrate one day of the year. For us, it literally is Christmas every other day because Christ is alive. It's not about when he came. It's not about when he came. What's more important is that he came. He came. Because he came, you and I can look forward to a great tomorrow. Because he came, you and I can look forward to a great tomorrow in the midst of problems, in the midst of difficulties, in the midst of some, some of the worst things that might have happened last week. You can look forward to a great tomorrow knowing that in the midst of all the things that might have happened around you, there's a promise. Because I came, I will never leave you nor forsake you. I'm with you. I'm with you. You're going through a difficult situation, it's okay. I'm right there with you. We're gonna navigate through this together. I'm gonna bring you out to the place where you need to come. Don't worry about the interruptions in life. Every interruption is an opportunity for an intervention from God. We've all heard, we've all heard this. You might be waiting for something, you might be praying for something, and there might be delay. But delay is not denial. You might be in a mess right now, but the mess that you are in is more, than, is more than enough for God to turn it around into a message for your life and to speak to the people around you as well. And very often, like, you know, even when I heard this news this morning, I was, like, I was telling my wife, why on a Friday? Why on a Friday? Because the enemy knows what I'm about to do on a Friday. He wants to rob what God has given me. But the enemy's rightful place is under my foot. So, so whatever he tries to do to interrupt me, 
is going to be an opportunity for an intervention from God to work out all things for my good and for our good. For our good. You know, we want everything in life to be perfect. Everything. We have pictures in our minds, you know, the Christmas season, children opening gifts. I mean, I love, I love this place around this season. I love Dubai. I love Abu Dhabi. You know, it feels like this place celebrates Christmas more than some of our own countries. You know, you walk into the mall, you walk, you know, you, you, it, it, there's, there's such a buzz in the air. I mean, I walked into, the, into Christchurch this, this afternoon, and uh, I told Father Jim, this is the first time I've seen a tree up over here. It looks so nice and festive. I don't know who put it up over there. Did we put this up here? No, okay, it's not us. But I mean, wherever, I mean, wherever you go, you know, there's a buzz. It's, it's so festive. You know, there's, there's a sense of joy. It's not just us celebrating. It's other people coming together and celebrating as well. You know, I know of people who, who are not Christian are like putting up a tree. Because there's something, there's something that happens. There's something that happens. You know, and, and wherever we go, there's, there's, there's this sense of joy, there's this sense of peace, the choir singing in different malls, the Chris, lighting of the Christmas tree happening every other week. You know, there's something happening. And in the midst of all of those things, at times, come interruptions. Come interruptions. You know, whether it's children, you know, I'm talk, what I'm talking about, this buzz, whether it's children opening gifts, you know, people joyful around, all around. Very often, it's not that way. You know, it's supposed to be, as the song says, it's the most wonderful time of the year. And the hap happy... I'm not going to try. I'm not going to attempt. Rose, if you want to come up. <laughs> you know, but for many, for many, for many, for many, this season has been a difficult season. And we need to come face to face with reality. Even in coming face to face with reality, it doesn't, remove, it doesn't remove the fact that God is not present. But we have to come face to face with reality. For some people, it's a very difficult time because something has interrupted that joy. You know, it could be sickness, it could have been sickness, it could have been death. It could have been loneliness. I know a lot of people who were affected last, last week, you know, last week or week before last, when they were expecting loved ones to come over here into the city to celebrate Christmas. And suddenly, you know, the, the build-up was there, their high was there, the, the expectation was there. There was so much of joy. And then that joy was interrupted. When we got to know flights were canceled, you know, flights were canceled, things happened, and they couldn't make it. You know, for some people, I mean, this is, a, this is, this is a, we are all expats in this place. We, this is not our homeland. And many of us like to see family come in every now and then. But for some people during this season, it's, it's, it's going to be lonely. You know, we look, to, we look to this season to be a time of perfect peace, harmony, and joy. But the first Christmas was not that way. It was an interruption. It was an interruption. You know, and interruptions can happen at any good time. 
they can happen at any good time consider the time consider the timing of joseph and mary's interruption they were engaged to be married very happy very happy very excited they were engaged planning for the wedding and all of those things and like christmas an, an engagement is supposed to be a wonderful time an, ex an exciting time you know a, a, you know great things to look forward to but it was this, it, it was during this time in the during the preparation process while they while they were engaged and looking forward to that glorious day looking forward to getting married it was at this time that the angel appeared to mary and told her that she would and, and told her that she would miraculously as a virgin conceive and give birth to the son of god what joyful news what joyful news but what an interruption what an interruption how would she explain this pregnancy to joseph would he believe her would he be willing to take the responsibility this was not in their plan this was not all in their plan and yet she accepted it mary accepted it we know how joseph responded he didn't believe her his plans for a happy home with the woman he loved came crashing right before his eyes his, his, his life as well as hers had been powerfully interrupted like i said interruptions can come at any time and you know the thing is that if we are not careful if we are not careful our response to an interruption can send us down the wrong path our response to an interruption can send us down the wrong path and joseph nearly went down the wrong path when he discovered mary's pregnancy he was devastated he was upset he couldn't buy her story about virgin conception as much as he loved her and he wanted to be with her and spend the rest of his life with her there was nothing that he could do but divorce her you know a betrothal an ancient engagement was much more binding than today's engagements the only way out the only way out was divorce in fact joseph had the right to stone her he had the right to stone her to death for infidelity yet because he was a good man he didn't want to him he, he didn't want to harm her or embarrass her he would do it privately he would divorce her privately this was joseph's human response to a powerful interruption but what a mistake it would have been what a mistake just imagine if they went ahead and did something else and said no we cannot give in to this we will not allow this we would not accept this you and i wouldn't be able to live the lives that we're living today you and i wouldn't be able to live a life that's filled with promise and a life that's full of purpose if this had to be a different story back then you know and often an interruption brings on a knee jerk reaction we make we make decisions you know if we were better informed we would not make we make decisions at times that we regret it 
We make decisions in haste. Like the decision that I, that, like, like this interruption that happened last week. Everyone was like, oh, change the day, change the day, change the day. Which day are you going to have service? Which day are you going to have service? Change, 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 change. I'm like, let's not do anything in haste. Let's wait. God is more than able to lead us and direct us. Let's wait. You know, and at, at times we make those decisions in haste that we regret later on. We must be careful when we face an interruption. We don't just, we don't just react to our own fears and feelings. The Bible says very clearly that God did not give you a spirit of fear, but of love, of power, and a sound mind. Whatever it is that you may face in life, I want you to know that you are well equipped to tackle that situation ahead of you and get out of it smoothly. Get out of it smoothly. You know, the key to handling an interruption is to get God's take on it. The key. Thankfully, God rescued Joseph from his error. You know, I can, I can imagine Joseph having learned of Mary's situation, tossing and turning in bed the whole night trying to figure out, what should I do? How do I need to do this? What, what if people find out? What if my family find out? What's going to happen? And finally, he decides he will divorce her. He will divorce her privately. That's what he decided. But while he is sleeping, an angel of the Lord appears to him in a dream and says, Joseph, son of David, do not be afraid to take Mary home as your wife. Because what is conceived in her is from the Holy Spirit. She will give birth to a son, and you are to give him the name Jesus, because he will save his people from their sins. All this took place to fulfill what the Lord had said through the prophet. The virgin will conceive and give birth to a son, and they will call him Emmanuel, which means God with us. God with us. Joseph awoke with a changed mind. He would not divorce Mary. He would take her as his wife and help raise this miraculous child. He had gotten God's perspective of his interruption. You know, when, when, when each of us, when, when you encounter an interruption, whatever it may be, don't react on your own feelings and thoughts. Don't react on your own feelings and thoughts. Seek God's direction in everything. You know, very often the knee-jerk reaction is, let me deal with this on my own. Let me take matters in my own hands. You know, if I, get, if I speak to somebody about it, I may lose out on the time that I can take care of things. But the easiest thing to do in that moment is understand that there is someone greater above you who knows you better than you know yourself. There's someone greater above you who's more than able to take care of the situation than you can. That there's someone greater above you who will not only take care of the situation, but bring you to a place of breakthrough and victory, bring you to that place where you need to be without failing miserably. 
without failing miserably. You know, Proverbs 3, verses 5 to 6, we all know this verse. It says, trust in the Lord with all your heart and do not rely on your own understanding. Think about him in all your ways and he will guide you on the right path. He will guide you on the right path. And I just want to say three things to remember when you encounter an interruption. Three things, three very simple things. The first thing to do is pray. When you encounter an interruption, when you, when something breaks the cycle of your good, of your uh, when something breaks that cycle of your day going so well, when something comes and interrupts it, and you're upset, you don't really know what to do, you don't really know how to go through the situation, pray. pray is, prayer, is the, prayer is the greatest weapon that you and I have. And very often we don't take a hold of it because we feel right now is not the time to pray. Right now is the time to act. But when you pray, God acts on behalf of you. When you pray, God acts on behalf of you. I really like what James Gold says. He's known as Jim Gold, but call him James Gold as well. In his book, Prayer Storm, he says, your highest place of power is down on your knees. Your highest place of power is down on your knees. If you are in a place today and you feel something has interrupted your life, you have the greatest weapon within grasp. And you not only have the greatest weapon within grasp, you have the source to every problem that you will face on this earth. You not only have the greatest weapon, but you have the person with you along with that weapon who can make it happen. Who can make it happen. The first thing to do, it's, it's probably the second, the third, the fourth, but the first thing to do when your life is interrupted is stop and pray. Stop and pray. When you look to God, he will help you. I said this last week or I said this week before last. Fix your eyes on Jesus and he will fix you. Fix your eyes on Jesus and he will fix you. The second thing is perspective. Put the interruption in the proper perspective. How bad is it really? How bad is it? How long will it actually be important? What difference will it make in eternity? You need to shift, the, you need to shift your perspective from the way you are looking at the situation to the way God sees the situation. What would God do in this situation? What would God do for me in this situation? What would God do through me in this situation rather than me dealing with the situation and looking at the situation by myself? Perspective. And the last thing is providence. Providence is simply the protective nature, the protective care of God for you. The protective care of God for you. We need to keep in mind that God in his providence is still in control of our life. Hello. 
He's still in control of our life. You just heard bad news yesterday. You might have heard bad news last week. Things might have not gone really well for your family over the last couple of weeks or the last season. God is still in control of your life and he's still, con he's still in control of your family. He will not let go. He will not let go. He will not leave your side. I always say this, nothing can happen to you without the notice of your father. Nothing can happen to you without the notice of your father. And I also always say this, he knows the number of hair on your head. He knows also how many there are not. He knows what is there and what is not there. It's okay, don't worry about it. He created you. You are a masterpiece. He knows you better than you know yourself. It's not about, it's not about hair or no hair. It's about the plan and purpose that he has for your life and he will bring you to your destiny. That's how much he loves you. That's how much he cares for you. Fat or thin? Faithful, available, and teachable. That's who I am. That's what I am. Faithful, available, and teachable. Some of them got it. Some of you will get it after you leave church. <laughs> it's cool. It's all good. You know, and this was true for Joseph. This was, this was true of Joseph and Mary. Their plans were interrupted. But looking back, each of us sitting over here can say, what an interruption. What an interruption. Because of what happened today, you and I can look forward to a life filled with abundance. You and I can look forward that, you and I can look forward to the fact that no matter how, day, no matter how bad our day may be, we know that there's someone greater who is with us who will not only help us to navigate through that day, but give us hope for a future that tomorrow's gonna to be better. Tomorrow's gonna to be better. You know, can you imagine what a, what a more wonderful privilege or a more challenging responsibility than to be the human parents of the Son of God? The direction their future took was not what they had planned, but it was so much better. You know, have you ever considered that God could do that kind of thing in your life? Not that you would be made the parents of the Son of God, okay? Not that any of you would be made the parents of the Son of God, but that God would take what seems to be an interruption, an unforeseen problem, and use, and use it to set your life on a new and better path. On a new and better path. Whatever interruption you might be enduring right now, why not look at it in a different light and ask, God, are you using this for something great in my life? And then begin to look for the marvelous things that God is about to do. You know, whatever you may go through, you need to understand that the Bible is very clear when it says, he will not allow you to go through what you cannot handle. You know, and very often, the very fact that you are going through a situation is because God created you. He knows what you are capable of. He not only knows how good-looking you are, he knows how good you are in the middle of the situation. Whatever, whatever interruption, whatever interruption you might be experiencing this season right now, there's one thing that you can do. Stop and give thanks to God for Jesus. 
Stop and give thanks to God for Jesus. And as you praise and thank God, even in the midst of a difficult circumstance right now, something of the peace that Jesus came to bring will be yours. Will be yours. You know, in closing, I just want to say this, these last few things. If our greatest need had been education, God would have sent a teacher. If our greatest need had been money, God would have sent a really good banker. If our greatest need had been advice, God would have sent a counselor. If our greatest need had been pleasure, God would have sent an entertainer. But our greatest need was forgiveness, which is why God sent a savior, and his name is Jesus. His name is Jesus. Jesus means the one who saves. The one who saves. Today you might be in a place, you might be in a place where you're trying to figure out what am I gonna, what am I gonna do in this place? This is what I heard, this is what came, this is what came my way. This is what interrupted my plan, this is what interrupted my day, this is what interrupted my week. What am I gonna do in this mess? Call out to the name of Jesus, because his name is he saves. Like I said, the meaning of his name is he saves. Whatever situation you might be going through in life, you might have had great plans for this coming season, but it doesn't seem like those, those, those plans are falling in place. I want you to know that he's more than able to save you where you are at and bring you to where you need to be. I want you to know, I want you to know that as people around you, as you may see people around you enjoying and celebrating and, and, and excited about this season, he wants to give you that same joy over here right now. He doesn't want you to look around you. He wants to give it to you over here and he wants, to, he wants you to feel it from within. He wants to fill you with joy. And he wants you to know that no matter what interruption may come in your life, he is more than able to intervene and for you to know that he's not going anywhere. He's with you. That he's gonna navigate through this with you and gonna bring you to your, gonna bring you to the rest of, and, and he's gonna take you on to the rest of this journey to bring you to that place called greatness. That's his plan for you. That's his purpose. That's his desire. I want you to know that God is more than able today to fill you with more joy than you've ever experienced. To pour out so much more love over your life than you've ever felt in this last season or this last whatever. And I want you to know that God is more than able to do so much more for you than you've ever seen before. All because he came. All because he came for you. That is the great interruption. The great interruption is he came miraculously into this world so that you and I could live a life of freedom, could live a whole life 
believing him for healing, reconciliation, restoration, joy, peace, grace, whatever it is, and so much more because he came. And if you are going through a difficult, all eyes closed, please, all eyes closed. If you are in a difficult season right now and, 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 and things might have interrupted your life over this last season, I want to pray for you especially. Just if you could quickly put up your, all eyes closed, just put up your hand and then put it down. Thank you. I see that. Thank you so much. Thank you. I really appreciate it. Father, we just want to thank you this afternoon, Lord. We thank you for the fact that we thank you, Lord, first and, first and foremost. We thank you that you came to this world. We thank you, Lord, for all that you've done for us, Father God, and we thank you for what you're going to do. Even as these, these hands were just raised right now, Lord, I just pray, Father God, that you would intervene into each and every person's life. You are the God of the turnaround. And I pray right now that you would turn around whatever they're going through, whatever they're facing, and work it out for their good. I believe, Father God, that if you are with us, what can be against us? And so, Lord, I pray all these people right now, just raise their hands for breakthrough and victory, that they will come through, because you're going to hold on to their hands and bring them through. And for the rest of us, Father God, I just pray, Lord, for this entire week. I pray, Father God, that Whatever it is that we're desiring, whatever it is that we're looking for, I ask, Lord, that you'd meet every need. I pray, Lord, that you, just fill, you would just fill us with so much of your joy. You'd pour out so much of your love and take us through this week, Father God. And if at all something comes during this week, something comes our way that interrupts us, we would be able to stop and thank God for your son. We would be able to focus our eyes on you, not given to the situation, not be in control of the situation, but pray, change our perspective, and know that you are a protector, and you will take us through every step of the way. So I pray for an amazing week for each and every one of us, in Jesus Christ's mighty name. Amen, amen, amen.